0: what is on and popping, you guys? Welcome back to yet another Axe Jazz episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Before we even begin today's show, I'm really excited to answer you guys' questions this week. How did you guys like the Power of Friendship episode? <laughs> I really want to know. I got a lot of different crazy responses. People loved it. It touched so many people. Um, I'm really so happy. Um, literally, one of my favorite episodes so far this season with one of my favorite favorite people ever. Um, So send me your responses, put it on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Send me the DMs. Um, I'm getting a lot of feedback from it. I'm so glad that it's touched you or shaped you in some type of way. And I'm just really happy about that. I just want to say that before I dig in. If you have not listened to the Power of Friendship episode, you definitely need to go listen to that right now. Like, cop that right now. Like, you might low-key have to just pause this episode, go listen to that, and then come back here. (laughs) For real. Um, But without further ado, let's start the Axe Jazz episode. Okay, so first question here is, how do you know when someone's time in your life is over? I'm having trouble deciphering. Hmm, okay, so for me... I know when someone's time in my life is over when they are showing signs of just things that I don't want to carry into my life if you catch my drift. Say for instance, I know that I'm focused on going to the next level and I'm ready to get rid of certain things that I'm doing or certain people that I'm doing and I know the qualities and traits that I myself need to have and obtain before I can be elevated to my next level. If there is somebody who I've been cool with on this particular level or levels of my life and I know where it is that I want to go, if I'm looking at what they are indulging in or what they do or what really they live by, how they're living. I literally have to ask myself, is how they're living in alignment with this next level that I know I want to go? For instance, a lot of people befriend people for the time being, if that makes sense, based on the present moment. And I tell people all the time, I look at the longevity of things. Can I see us Still being down and cool in the next 10-15 years. Can I see you at this next level with me? Is how you're living in alignment or a reflection of the place that I want to go? So when I know that there's a shift coming for my life because we're always going to be placed in shifts people... When I sense a shift coming and I see, okay, yeah, I don't think this person is going to make it through the end of the shift because by the end of the shift, I'm going to be at a whole different place. Um, And I necessarily, I I, I sense um, the shift in my spirit as well, like the connection, something is off or missing. And then I'm kind of like, God, you know, me and -and so-and-so, we used to hang out a lot, but I don't know. I don't, it's just something's missing. I don't know. I just don't feel like we're as close or connected. I don't know what it is and you really it's it, it's God showing me that yeah this person ta- time in your life they, they chapter is up their story is over in your story and their their part in your story is over or it's coming to an end it's coming to a close um so that's some things that help me it's really just discernment but you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel it and that's that's the time when you ask God like yo God is is there a problem is this because my 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 um hardship with this was do is it that we're coming in a hard place in our relationship or friendship or whatever and we have to work like if is it something that we can work out if you get what i'm saying is it does things feel weird because there's been things unaddressed and maybe if we address these problems or whatever is going on then maybe everything's going to be back fine and dandy or is your time really up in my life? And no matter how many conversations we have, no matter how many gatherings we have, your time is still up. That that was a hard point for me to always decipher with d- between people. Um, but it really just came with discernment. Pray for the spirit of discernment it saves you so much time saves you so much stress but really man when you're going to feel it you just going to feel it man you just have to know and to me it's like just because your time just because you're part in my story my life is over it's no hard feelings it just means that you're not coming to this next level with me you're not coming to the next the next chapter and it's 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 still all love like there's people that i've that have had to been left literally there's a lot of people that's been left in 2018 but it's been just different people I just had to leave you and just keep life goes on and it's nothing personal it's all love but when it comes to the place that you want to go it's like is this person worth keeping if I keep them then I'm sacrificing my next level because there's some people that the Some of the people that you attach to are low-key holding you back from your elevation, believe it or not, because not everybody needs to be around that. When they say it gets lonely at the top, it's true, but you're going to know for a fact who are those people who's down to ride for life, but I really just had to understand the fact that there's just some people who aren't going to be able to go to the next level with me, and they could be a great person. A great person probably never did me dirty, not once, but still it is what it is. I don't make the rules. I didn't make this perfect will for my life. God did. So if God is like, yeah, this person got to go, sorry that you just got to go. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I don't create the rules here. So really um, you're going to feel it. And honestly, if, there, if that person isn't bringing, making you a better person or just making you want to go out and be better than who you were yesterday, then truly why, why are they in your life? Are they just wasting space? It's a lot of people who are just space fillers. We don't got time for that. We need to be around people who are pushing us, who are motivating us to be the best person we can be, who hold us accountable, who tell us what we need to hear and what, not what we want to hear. Enough with the yes men. Enough with that. Tell me what I need to hear. Tell me about myself, even though I'm. it might hurt me and I might not want to hear about myself. At least tell me about myself because I know... If you tell if even if it hurts, I know that I can come to you because I know you're not going to sugarcoat for me. I know you're going to tell me the truth about any and every situation. You know, what type of people are you surrounding yourself around? I definitely would suggest writing a list um, and writing like a column list and say yays and nays. So write like the benefits that that person is bringing in your life. If wh- which one outweighs, is there more yeses for this person needs to be in my life? Or does the no's, AKA the nays outweigh the yays? And that should tell you. And if you can't even think of a, g- a lot of yays, then that person is kind of like eh, what you here for. You whole time are a space filler. So try that. And then definitely like, DM me back. And I really, we can talk about this more, but I really hope that um, information helped you. Let's move on. I have here when it comes to someone from your past how do you know when to keep the door closed forever or just give the situation time hmm that kind of ties into that part where I said that I have trouble literally deciphering if this is something that can be fixed with a conversation or maybe time or is this just something that needs to be ended for real now if you're talking about a relationship with someone from my past I feel I have to you you It's important to remember why, (laughs) why they became a person of the past to begin with. Are you a person of the past because you cheated? Because you mentally and verbally abused me? Now, I know that people do change. I get that. But sometimes it's like, "Mm, do you really, do you really want to not necessarily settle because there is forgiveness and you should forgive. But it's like for me, especially in relationships, it's like when you show your ass the first time and I had trouble and I'm still learning this, especially you guys know with my um, not twin flame, but my karmic flame story, how I just gave chance after chance after chance after the chance when I should have just been left him. You know what I'm saying? Just been ended the friendship. So when it comes to someone from your past, I think. It's it's like you never know. Really. It's it's really a decision that you have to make because at the end of the day, you are the one opening and closing the door. Nobody else is doing it for you. Nobody else is doing it for you. If he knocks, aka if he calls, texts you, your response, your reply is you opening the door. So, it's really you really don't know when to keep the door closed forever until you literally make that decision so it's really is this person worth having in my life you need to know who you are as an individual who you are as a person how valuable you are how precious you are how raw and unique you are and literally ask yourself does this person deserve to know me on a deeper level does this person deserve to say that they know me to have my number to call me their friend let alone girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, does this person deserve that part of me? And if they do not, then keep that door closed. And you have to remember, I'm not saying live in the past, but remember why there was a past because sometimes people just forget and act like they got amnesia or something, just forget what the person has done. They accept them back into the life and they do the same thing. And then that same person that got hurt is now running around hurting other people and saying, this is why I don't trust nobody, blah, 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 blah. No, because that person showed you who they were the first time. You take them mental notes, you forgive most importantly, but you take them mental notes. Everybody who's done me wrong, I forgive them, but I, I, I still have those mental notes. And it's not like I'm hovering it over them. Like, oh no, I'm, I still remember. I'm not, it's not a grudge. I forgive them. I love them. I can have a conversation to, with them free willy-nilly right now if I wanted to. But when it comes to me giving a certain piece of my heart or my time, in a sense, to them, I have to remember, remember this one time for my own protection, And then it's like, sometimes, yes, people do what's dirty. But when you have the strong back to discernment, because I will continue to speak on discernment and how it is a gift, your intuition, your discernment, that small, still voice, listen to it. Because sometimes you can, somebody can have done you dirty and done you wrong. But you know, when you have discernment, you take those mental notes. Sometimes there are, th- there is circumstances where you have to disregard the mental notes and just give it the chance, but it comes with your discernment. But definitely remember that you are the one opening the door. No one else is opening the door for you. So it's really a question that you have to ask yourself. Do I let this person into my life? And you have to be a, a big stickler on who you let into your life. I am such a big stickler. Who, I used to let any, I used to have low-key, I I didn't even have a door, y'all. Anybody, and everybody, come up in here. Come party. Party at Jasmine's crib. Literally. I had to build a door. Then I had to put locks on the door. You feel me? You are the one opening the door. No one else but you. So really sit down and think and remember what happened last time. Do you want to go through that again? And I'm not saying that that person didn't change, but is it worth the risk to open the door? Or just keep that door closed, turn around, look forward, and see what life has for you on the other side. It's a tough decision, but it's very important. Last question for today is, what do you do to combat stress and stressful situations? Hmm. Really, um, what do I do to combat stress and stressful situations? I literally vent to my best friend, aka God. God. <laughs> I literally do it. Sometimes I go in my journal. Fun fact, I, I said this on my Instagram live the other day. No, literally Monday. But by the time you guys are listening to this, it will literally be the other day. <laughs> but there was this time, okay, mind you guys, I write. I, I started this journaling thing, okay? I just caught the hip. I just caught the wave of it, okay? Um, I wasn't really always a journaler. I tried it before, but I was like, yo, it's weird just writing your thoughts down on a plain sheet of paper. That's like so weird to me. Like, why are you writing it down? Like, what is this, like, what is this for? I don't know. Then, you know, starting this year for sure, literally in March, changed my life tremendously since then. Wow. But I learned that, okay, maybe I should just title these to God, like write letters to God, like dear God, hey Lord, what's popping God, what's popping dad, like stuff like that. That is just how I write my that's how those are my personal intimate conversations with God I learned that for me that I had to it worked better when I knew that I was addressing it to him you know and um for so I've been doing that okay write anything and everything how I'm feeling what I don't like any questions any comments things that I want to manifest into my life everything goes down in that journal okay so at this time you know it's been like a good two a week or two I ain't been in my journal you feel me and I've been telling myself I'm gonna get back in my journal I'm gonna get back in my journal I'm gonna get back in my journal but I never did in a sense until I feel like God literally put the situation around me for me to draw back to him check this out so this is this person I ain't gonna name no names but they was pissing me off okay number one I don't like dirty people I don't like mess I don't like clutter I don't like none of that okay um So I was so irritated and getting frustrated about this very, very, very dirty person um, that I was literally about to scream and I was coming under so much stress because I'm still every single day fighting, not going back to the old me. I'm still every day remembering to pick up my cross and follow God. It is the hardest thing to literally die to yourself and submit to something greater The old me at that time would have instantly popped off and started fighting. I'm not even a big fighter. I was never a big fighter. But sometimes when I get pushed to a limit, I literally just snap and break. Um, so at this point I'm getting furious. You know, I've definitely communicated with this person, yo, you're dirty. Not literally, (laughs) okay, not verbatim, but I'm like, yo, please clean up after yourself, you know. Literally, gnats are starting to form, you know, like I'm literally we're we're too grown for this. We're too grown for this, you know. And I saw myself getting super furious. I'm shaking, I'm like, yo. You know God, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight because anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Anger I was repeating that Bible verse to myself. I forgot what book that's from. But angerness does not anger does not produce uh, Angerness is not produce the righteousness that God desires. And I really wanted to fight. I was so furious. I felt like I was about to black out because it's like one thing I communicated with you. And since we're adults, you would think that you would just clean up your mess. So anyways, that's the stressful, uh, stressful situation. And I literally had to say... I was praying, I was talking to God, but that wasn't working in that instance because I was still, a lot of emotions were in my head. So I'm low-key talking to God first, like, God, what are you doing? You know, like, come on, like, I'm getting irritated, help me out, like, ugh. You know, and something just told me, write in your journal. Get in your journal and write this thing down. Y'all, when I tell you I wrote in my journal and I spazzed literally two pages worth of spazzing front and back, coming like just, just writing 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 how frustrating I am how irritating I am how close this person is from getting their ass beat like writing it all down letting it all out to God and that's how close I am with God man and um I don't sugarcoat I wasn't saying oh maybe I shouldn't write it like this because you know this is this is my heavenly father that I'm talking to God knows how, he knew how frustrated I was and he wanted me to cast it up on him. Don't hold it on yourself. If you know you really feeling some type of way, God ain't finna turn you away. Oh no, because you, you, you feeling like this on the low. Oh no, because you want to low key fight this person. You so close to blacking out. Sorry, I can't help you because that is just, that is just so ungodly. That is just not my nature. That is the time when you turn to God the most and you put it all up on him. You know? So I wrote, I wrote every single thing down. And the funny part of the story was as soon as I finished writing everything down, I one, I felt so much freedom. I felt light. I felt better from writing every single thing down in my um, journal to God Two, 10, 15 minutes later, the mess was cleaned up. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't believe in coincidences. I know that was definitely divine. And I think that situation was God forcing me. Well, not forcing me because he could, he didn't force me to do nothing. I really could have chosen not to write in my journal to him. But I think it was showing God, like, it was bringing me back to my journal. And like, okay, yeah, I definitely need to get back in my journal. And how quick that situation passed as soon as I finished just writing, the, writing in my journal. Um, so you know, stressful situations. I definitely, in whichever, there's so many different methods that you can go about your stressful situations. But I think for me, one of the most important is putting all my stress on God, because I know stress is nothing for me to be worried about. God did not create me to worry nor stress about nothing. Period. God created me to do his work and to give me my best life. Period. That's it. That's all. So if I get stressed from this this life, because this life does get stressful, I put it all on him. Then after I do that, I do something that I like. Do whatever it is that I love to do. I like to twerk in my mirror. Proud fan of twerking in my mirror. I love to dance in my room like nobody is watching. I put on my headphones and get to work. Afro beats, hip hop, you name it. Have concerts in my room, you name it. That is just my... That is my free peace time so that helps with my stress sometimes when I'm getting really stressed about school work whatever it is the podcast put on some music have my little music breaks I don't know if y'all watch Grey's Anatomy but um when Meredith and um Christina and them like they would just like have dance parties like whenever like they were just going through it and they just turn on some music jump up and start dancing around that's literally what I do Seriously, whether it's watching your favorite TV show, reading a book, you just need to find something. You have to note, and write down. I would definitely recommend writing down what are some things that make, give you peace, a peace of mind. Is it reading? Is it cooking? Is it singing? Is it writing poetry? Is it riding a bike? Is it working out? Write a list of all those things. Keep that list nearby. So when, because stressful situations are going to come, but I want you to remember that God needs to be your first response before you do anything. Don't just, okay, stressful situation, okay, now I'm finna go do what I do. Like now I'm finna, if I know cooking is my stress relief. Okay, the stressful situation came, oop, finna go cook. You're missing a step. Speak to God, put it all on God's hearts because so God can handle that situation how he sees fit so you can b- begin to have that dependency on him, then boom, do go back to your cooking. You know what I mean? Go, then go to cooking. Do whatever it is that is helping you relieve that stress. Um, so definitely write a list of all, all of your stress relieves. Have it nearby. So when the stressful situations come, you know what to do. But always remember, God is your first response, okay? So that is all the questions that I'm going to answer for this week's Axe Jazz episode. Make sure to send me more questions, y'all. Send them questions in, in the Axe Jazz, no, in the Babbling with Jazz social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, in the DMs, or you can email me at babblingwithjazz at gmail.com. Get your question answered right here on the Babbling with Jazz show. <laughs> Guys, I'm such a clown. But without further ado, let's move on to our Bible breakdown segment. Okay guys, so this verse that I'm breaking down today is from Romans, it's Romans 8, Romans 8:31. 8, okay? What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? One more time, Romans 8:31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Guys, so this morning, quick little story time, this morning um, I went on my morning walk and then I came back and then I was, went back outside to meditate and this was the verse that I went to go meditate on. For the most part this week, it's a lot, a lot has been going on, not necessarily bad, but just a lot of, a lot of things going on like that needs to be done, I guess you can say. Just a lot, just a very busy week. Um, and then it also, it's important to know what season that you are in, in your life. And I just believe for me at this point, I'm in a season where it's, Trusting God with my whole life, literally, just trusting Him, trusting that He knows what He's doing because He's been doing this for a long time, way longer than I have, way longer than anyone who's older than me that the oldest person I know has. So it's about a trust thing. So when I came across this verse, and I'm like, this is perfect for me to meditate on, I'm just gonna, you know, read this and then meditate on it outside and just ask God my other questions for different things and my things I want to manifest into my life I'm just going to go into deep meditation on that but this verse it really spoke volumes to me because it's like it first it starts off with what then shall we say in response to these things so it's saying what should you what should you say in response to the The situations around you, the people talking bad about you, your finances, you you, you lost your job, um, the death of a friend, like everything, like all those things. What then should you say in response to these things? Meaning, number one that whatever happens to us in this life, we have a choice to have a response, but it's what response are you choosing? Are you choosing to respond with faith and with truth? Are you choosing, are you choosing to respond with doubt, fear, and all that other stuff? So it says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, no one no one can be against you you have the ultimate you have the superior you have the alpha and omega you have the redeemer you have the jehovah jireh you ha- you have the biggest the strongest the creator on your side who literally who can be against you i don't care what your situation is looking like you, i i know I've seen this thing about this quote people say all the time is we need to stop telling, we need to stop telling, we need to start telling our mountains how big our God is. And that is true facts. When you truly understand how big God is. And still for me, I still can't even possibly fathom how big and mighty and great he is, but I just know he, he far supersedes my, my human, my human understanding. But God is bigger and greater than all of that. So no matter what you're, no matter what, you know, your, what is going on around you, your response to whatever happens, good and bad, is if God is for me, who can be against me? When you win them battles, because them battles are going to come, them attacks are going to come. Them attacks are going to come best believe and it's, it's nothing personal it's not that you, you, you're less than it's not that you don't have a promise or a purpose for your life everybody gets them we're all gonna we're all bound to get attacked period until we're six feet under but what do you say in response to those things that's what it's saying in Romans what are you going to say in response to it if God be before you who can be against you if God before you why are you doubting If God be for you, why are you afraid? Who can be against you? Who can stop you? To know that God, the Alpha and Omega, is on your side and He's for you. Come on, man. You're untouchable. Can't nothing rob you unless you let it get robbed, man. So, you know, we have God on our side, the ultimate source, our Alpha and our Omega, okay? We're unstoppable. We're unstoppable when you understand that and when you trust and when you start telling your situations, if God be for me, who can be against me? Literally speak it. When you get them doubts, them creeping in that depression, trying to creep in and take over that anxiety. If God be for me, who can be against me? Speak it, speak it. It says, what then will we say? What then shall we say in response to these things? What are you saying in response to your attacks? Are you letting your attacks eat you alive? Are you letting your mental attacks take over your mind? Take that control back. I've been there. My mom was on autopilot. Didn't know how to control it. All these thoughts left and right acting crazy. If God be for me, who can be against me? Get out, get out my way. Speak against these things. That should be your response to any and every single thing that comes your way. Good or bad. Because the good things can come to God before me, who can be against me? It's a praise report at that point. And if something bad's going on, if God before me, who can be against me? It's you telling the situations around you that you know who your god is so man that's it for the bible breakdown this week romans 8 31 definitely take this go into meditation definitely just think this over man study this thing man but it's beautiful make sure to stay connected you guys stay connected on the babbling with jazz social media sites jazz babbling with jazz on instagram facebook twitter all that hit me up on there. Send your questions throughout the DMs. I have a lot in store for us, um, this season. And I'm so excited to get that started for us, y'all. So, um, you guys should be expecting this Sunday, um, the navigating relationships episode. This is an episode where I sat down with two of my crazy Nigerian friends. If you guys don't know, I'm Nigerian too, (laughs) but Sat down with two of my crazy friends and just truly talked about love and how to navigate through these relationships, man, especially being a Nigerian, being Nigerian women. Um, and yeah, so I really am excited for that funny episode. It's so hilarious. These girls are so crazy. Um, it's going to be kind of loud to so turn down the volume for that because we's loud. We talk a lot. We laugh a lot. But we speak in real life facts, things that I believe that we can take into our own personal dating journeys so with that being said guys that is it for the axe jazz episode I love you guys so much stay connected with me sign up for the email list do whatever it is that you got to do put in the work don't chase nobody because you are not meant to be you you don't chase we don't chase over here we we let things attract to us naturally go with the flow of life and and life is gonna flow your mind away You get it? Flow your mind, not blow your mind. (laughs) That's the joke for today. All right, guys, with that being said, my name is Jasmine Charlie. Don't wear that name out, please. I love you guys so much. Remember, positive vibes only. Stay true to yourself and remain in alignment with the perfect will of your life, which is God's will.